My name is Leslie Payne. Welcome to day eight of Below the Median Income. Some background information about how I came up with this. First is the Jim Rohn quote that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Secondly, on March 12, 2018, Director Joshua V. Barr of the Des Moines Civil and Human Rights Commission said, We have 75% of students experiencing some form of poverty in Des Moines public schools. So what can we do to improve that outlook? Research has shown if a person remains in an impoverished condition up through their adolescent years, they are more likely to remain in that position as they become older and become adults, end quote. That information made me think of a person being in a space that they could see but were not participating in. It evolved into an idea for an art installation of aerial images of Des Moines displayed on the floor. The images place the visitor outside the space they routinely travel. The audio components are interview recordings obtained from people involved with public or nonprofit organizations. The interviews tell the visitor about where that person routinely travels. The installation contrasts Des Moines ranking as a best-in-nation place to live, Iowa nice reputation of being overly friendly and go out of our way to help fellow citizens, and the visitor's personal story of where they travel in the city. You are listening to the audio component of my project. I didn't want the interviews to be an unheard story in a gallery setting. The best way I thought to prevent that was to make them available as a podcast. My guest for day eight is Devante. He participated in Movement 515, a program offered to students in Des Moines Public Schools. Students and mentors attempt to slow down the world and investigate themselves. They work toward becoming change agents, shedding light on the impact human emotion and connection brings to the global community. Movement 515 is an urban arts community where twice a week, students and mentors come together to create spoken word poetry Thank you for joining me, Devante. What neighborhood of Des Moines do you live in? The Highland Park, Oak Park area. Who do you live with? I live with my mother. My niece moved in with us early this year, so she's still in high school. Finish the sentence. When I step outside the place I live, I see... Not what I want to. What do you want to see? Picket fences, big houses, people actually outside and not peeking through their blinds. I want something that feels friendly. What public schools did you attend in Des Moines? I went to Madison Elementary, Harding Middle School, and North High School. Do you go to college in the area? I did attend DMAC the year after I graduated for the first semester. I really didn't like it. Mm-hmm. One, because I went to uh, DMAC Ankeny and I thought being close to home, it would still give me kind of a vibe that I'm used to. I was trying to avoid the white college experience and I noticed that as soon as I got there, it was the same thing. And I felt like I was miles from home, even though I was like literally down the street. My professors would be openly prejudiced in front of me. I didn't feel comfortable and I ended up dropping out. 
Is there somewhere you want to go to school in Iowa? Right now, I'm pretty much doing what I want to do, but still on a smaller scale. I want to eventually be able to do more in Movement 505, where this is not just a part-time thing, it's a full-time thing where I can actually sustain a living off of it. So right now, I'm just trying to figure out how I can get more involved. How do you get from place to place? I drive. Was DART ever your primary transportation? In middle school and early high school. Did you go more than just to and from school on it? I normally walked to school, but it was like going to friends' houses, close by events, workshops. It was all through bus. Did you notice the difference when you were able to get your first car? Yeah, I didn't get my first car until my senior year. So it's a completely different world. When is the last time you asked for help? Too long ago. Honestly, the last time I asked for help would probably have been more towards like the middle of summer. I had just bought a brand new car and then we had that flood. Car got hit in that um. flood and it was only two weeks old. And so, like, I really needed help, like, financially. And, like, asking my mom for that was really hard. Because, like, as soon as I got a job, I stopped asking my mom for anything. Like, everything I wanted, I tried to get myself. She would do things like a mother would on her own. But, like, asking for help and, like, trying to really figure out what to do after that was hard. Do you volunteer your time? I do when I can. My mom is really into uh, donating to homeless shelters and stuff. So she puts to-go bags and like stuff like that, like and often brings food for homeless people. And she doesn't normally take it to the shelters. She actually like goes out in the community and directly handing it to people in need. And I've helped her with that before. Do you go to church or have any kind of religious practice? I would consider myself more spiritual. Through like my own family that are very Bible heavy, I see them there more like judgmental and other things like that, and I try to steer away from that. What's pushing me away from that is like their belief and how they believe in the Bible. What do you like to do in your free time? Writing and helping my niece write is really something I'm interested in. What's something you do for yourself? Get haircuts. That's what I do for <laughs> myself. And mainly hair stuff. My hair grows really fast and it gets frizzy really quick. So like I have to get my hair done like every two weeks. What trait do you admire most in the people closest to you? How much they love unconditionally. My mom and my girlfriend specifically, like other people have seen some of the worst things, but continue to love through it all. And like unconditional love where like me looking at it is like, why are you still giving somebody so much positive energy when they have never given it back to you? That's something I try to learn from them. How did you find out about Movement 515? I had Miss Lane as a drama teacher from sixth grade to like eighth grade. In my eighth grade year, they asked me to do this program and it was called Minorities on the Move. 
And I had no idea what it was. I was like so confused. They just told me it was like a like leadership, like history, hip hop mix. And I was just like, I don't have anything better to do. I guess I'll go. One of my really good friends, Julio, was doing it as well. So when he said he was doing it, I was like, fine, I guess I'll have someone to at least go through it with me. Literally the first day, they showed us this poem by Kai Davis and I lost my mind. I was like, I need this. Everything about what y'all are doing is so dope and I need to be a part of it. What opportunities did being involved with Movement 515 give you when you were a student participating in the program? I got to go to Chicago for Brave New Voices, which is an international poetry festival. I think that was eighth grade. I've performed in front of the mayor. I've traveled tons. I've done a bunch of paid performances, performed in front of the school board. What opportunities have come up for you since you've graduated and participated as a poet mentor? I opened for, it's like a mayor of poetry for Iowa. I don't really know. I <laughs> forgot what the name of it was because I had never heard of it before I did it. But I got to perform, I got to open for her. The middle school opportunity was first for graduated students, so the alumni of the program. So doing that and working at Harding Middle School, which was the school that I started the program in, and now teaching those kids. Helping mentor the high schoolers and stuff has really been a big thing. Because when I was in their place, I didn't have anyone to ask because there was no one above us. There was no one to talk to to like. There was someone between students and the teacher, and the teachers got yeah, it was regular classes plus their extracurricular. Exactly, and now, and now being like that middle for those kids and like how they come to us and like when they send poems and they're like, I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. Like the slams right around the corner and like being able to talk them through that and just like work with them. How this impacted me when I was younger and now how I impact other people is just insane. And it's like a constant cycle. And those kids want to get involved. They want to take over my position. And they want to help kids do exactly what I'm doing. Like, and it's just an endless cycle of opportunities and doors constantly are opening. As long as you're asking for it, if you can talk to them and you want to do more, they will give you more. Movement 515 is part of Run DSM. Did you do any of the like urban leadership? Yeah, I took. I was in the first two years of both of those classes, Urban Leadership 101 and 102. What was your biggest takeaway from those classes? Creating Teen Summit, which is like a miniaturized version of Brave New Voices, but we do it at Drake and at the Des Moines Social Club. We do different town halls about social issues. We're doing the research to create a whole town hall for kids to openly talk about a topic, but not be offended, but still get their deepest feelings out was like a huge challenge. Because how do you get people to feel safe around strangers? I feel like it's been so successful and we're actually coming up on our, I think sixth team summit. So, I feel like we're doing the right thing. Do you think you interact differently with people since you've gone through Movement 515? 
Uh, yeah. Um, I'm more open to other people's feelings. I'm more conscious of it. I'm looking for it more. Before the program, I would say I was kind of selfish and like caring about only myself, really. And when you see how like somebody else who has no idea who you are and deals with another 200 and some kids, but like they take their time out of the day to show you an album or like show that they care is is different like it changes your thinking and puts you in a place of like reflection and how do I treat others like this guy who I don't even know has literally done so much like feels like he's breaking his back for one specific person but he's helping everybody so you have to like open your mind to that what motivates you in high school I would have said being better than my dad because my dad has been in and out of prison my whole life and jail and all that. My goal has always been to be better than him. But lately, it's just been to better myself each year. 